Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Good morning from the great state of Oregon in the great Northwest in the great United States. It is Monday, April 3, 2023. Uh, and welcome to the broadcast. It's going to be a great show today with Johnny Enlow and he's brought in Andrew Whalen to talk about some dreams, a lot, uh, several, a number of dreams about Trump. Uh, so this is going to be right on subject with what's going on. Uh, you're going to enjoy every minute of it. So don't go anywhere. Be sure and text your friends and let them know this is on uh, or forward this if this is after the show. Remember that after every program, sometimes the same day, probably more often the next day, we will send you the same program in your inbox with some uh, copy some text to tell you what it's about and then the link so you can send that around to your friends too so um, all right let's uh, run a quick spot that uh, tells you about the wells we're digging this is amazing can't imagine how people are happy because of your love and your generosity to provide the clean water people are dancing people are happy Elijah Streams, this is a great blessing. These people have not had clean water over, over, over this whole place. But through your generosity, see the joy, see the dancing. I am commissioning this poor hall on behalf of Elijah Streams. See the impact, see the, how people are happy, see how people are celebrating. Oh my, God bless you. And this village. It's a big village with a big population. I pray that as the Lord continues to provide, they will have another power hall because the population is very, very big. But you see the joy. Oh, my. God bless you and bless you indeed. Yeah, there, there's the link to donate. We thank you so much for it. And by the way, if you think God doesn't love dance or didn't create dance, watch that. You know, those. I feel like... <laughs> Those women, especially behind it, some of the men as well, were holding back. Uh, if you haven't seen an African from Africa dance uh, in the spirit and, and during worship, it's amazing. I, we went to Nigeria many years ago and on the stage, you know, you haven't seen dance in America until you've seen dance in Africa. So uh, I love that, love that, love that. Um, we, we got some feedback from the first lady of Kenya, the president's wife. I assume they call him president, might be prime minister, whatever. Ever. And she, there are great needs there, so we may end up um, digging some wells. They've had a huge drought. By the way, they had a prayer. They had a big conference, or they call them crusades or whatever. They, it's, you know, 100,000 or, or more show up as far as I can see. But they have, haven't had rain for five years, and they stormed the heavens, pardon the pun, uh, for rain. And by the time they were, uh, uh, Yvonne and Mina Atia, who sometimes subs for me, uh, by the time they left, there was a downpour in Kenya. So things are happening big time, but that doesn't, that doesn't necessarily fix the groundwater. So we're going to look at doing some uh, water wells for Kenya. Um, and so, as I said, we're in touch with the first lady and, and, uh, she is a strong believer and, and intercessor. So, uh, that's an obvious connection that God put together. So thanks for donating to this. You know, um, we are like, you know, some of you have seen CBN, they have operation blessing. We're sort of becoming like that. 
the spillover from what it takes to run uh, Elijah's dreams, we just give and give and give and give and give. Um, and so wherever the needs are, we just there were just earthquakes. No, was it an earthquake or a tornado uh, in Mississippi? Uh, someone will type that. I think it was a tornado. Tornado. And so we gave them a very generous budget, Mike and Lori Sally, and they haven't reported on that, but they will report on Friday. And they're giving to really important um, needs, those who have hurt, been hurt the most. Um, and so stay tuned on Friday for a report from Mississippi on that. So, all right, God bless you, everyone. It's time to bring in Johnny Enlow and his, and his guest, Andrew Whalen. So here we go with Johnny Enlow, Unfiltered. 13, 49 hours, declaring it a riot. My message hasn't changed. You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. You must from now on target darkness in your society. We are almost there. The pain is for the awakening. The awakening is for your children. Good morning. Happy Monday, Johnny. Good to see you. Thank you, Steve. Good to see you. Happy Monday. It's so nice to see you in a place where I know I've been there. Doreen and I have been there. You know, the studio was in your house. Uh, and the studio is off to your left, actually. And we've driven around uh, um, that area. I don't know if you say your community on on the air or not, if you want people to know. I won't. I won't say it. Okay. There's, so it's, 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 a nice it's a, We'll it's just a, say Franklin, Tennessee. Yeah. So, so in that area. So um, beautiful, beautiful area. Um, this is where most of the, not necessarily in your community, but in Franklin, Nashville is where Amy Grant, many, most of the many, if not most of the Christian artists, country artists all are out of that area. So, um, it's in, it's kind of a nice area to, to, uh, drive through. We happened to be there on a beautiful day, so it was great to drive around and see that. So. Well, uh, go ahead, and uh, you've got some things to say, and then then I'll let you introduce your guest today. Well, yeah, on that, you know, Nashville, there is there seems to be, we've been here a little over three years, but there seems to be some spiritual magnet, like the Lord has put a magnet in Nashville, and it's it, leaders, intercessors, uh, prophets, key ministers, they're coming from all over. I would throw out the names, but some may not even want it known that they're right around. Some are very close neighbors of mine and it's all happened in the last couple of years. Really? Something is happening here. And of course it's interesting enough. We've had a pretty good confrontation um, over, over the last week we had the shooting that took place here. And then uh, I, I don't. I didn't get a report on it yet. I wasn't able to go. Sean Foyt was here at the at the Capitol, I believe, over the weekend, and there was a storming of the Capitol. By, uh, I'm pretty pretty convinced that they were just the same um, Antifa mob uh, now fighting in quote for another uh, cause. But so yeah, there's a lot um, going on here. But yeah, I want to uh, uh, give plenty of time for Andrew in just a minute. But I want to say just a couple of brief things. Um, that the Lord showed me over the last couple of nights. One, yeah. I wanna, so I don't forget this hat. Oh, right? love that! You, you got to make more of those. So I'm trying to find. It's a year or two years ago. Somebody sent this to me, and you did. Uh, you know, it's 
you can see it's like hand em, em, embroidered there or whatever. And we have been getting, and so as Elijah streams, and I don't know how to hold straight when I yeah. uh, have been getting enormous requests for this. And so if, you, if you're the one that did it, let us know, put it in, put it in the comment section, contact Elijah list, Elijah stream, contact us. So we'll be glad to connect people with you. I think at the time, a year or two years ago, I was, it, it, it felt like, okay, it's not a time to be uh, merchandise selling or, or whatever, but you know what? Uh, neither Steve nor I have a problem back. We want you to make one. Steve wants one of these himself. Oh so. yeah. I want one of the, one of those. Absolutely. <laughs> it looks so good. And, and how timely it is, right? Right at oh, a crucial time when, when there's so much warfare against it, I said, let me just go. I, you know, I have to be, you know, you could wear one in Franklin. I'm not sure you could wear one in Oregon without a little trouble. It depends on where you live. <laughs> yes. Steve would be a little, a little more challenged there. Yeah. yeah it does require um, some courage and, um, and to remind you, if you need to, you know, I recommend there's more than ours, but just the two programs we had last week, we uh, addressed intensely, um, all the matters having to do with the indictment of President Trump and and what that what that means, and um, and so and you know many of you have already downloaded it, but we just want you to do this so we don't have to be repeating that now. But uh, April two in the night, um, in the middle of the night, actually I was just praying. I was we have a lot of uh, health needs, family, close family, and I was um, you know. I was, I was in a way asking the Lord for help. And then all of a sudden I was shown just an immense number of silver swords it just dropped in mass. It was really for the body of Christ. It was wow. angels on assignment, dropping them everywhere. And, wow. um, and they're especially for family defense. And, and I heard the Lord say, cut out begging God for help, take your authority. So, Immediately, I got a little more aggressive in my prayer, even in the middle of the night, on behalf of the things I know about near and around me. And and if you get the visual of yourself grabbing that sword and and establishing um, open heavens for the kingdom of God over you and your family, but take your authority. So I just feel like that's an important word for whoever that might apply yeah. to that. This time, take yeah, can, your authority. Can I can I ask you a question on that one? Uh, can you just, I know this isn't about that teaching, but can you emphasize that one more time? You said, quit begging God for help. God clarified uh, to me through when I almost died. Uh, and I look back on it, especially when he basically said, stop begging for help. He didn't use those words, but when you're begging anybody, what he told me is what every, if you spend all this time begging me for help, you're accusing me for what I did. For, for making you sick. If you beg him, you're saying, please, 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 I, can, I can't take it anymore. You're saying to him, if you'll only lift your hand of all this torture. I don't know, what are your, any, got a, um, Well, you know, on one hand, he invites us to come boldly before the throne to ask for help in time of need. So there's kind of a balance of that. So sometimes we think we're doing that. Lord, we're coming to your throne, we need help. Sometimes he's like throwing it right back at us. Like we're saying, you're the light of the world. We need your help. He's like, you're the light of the world. Take your authority. And so this is the focus at this time. He's saying, I have given you weapons. And there is something about them being released anew right now. He knows our families are under assault. and We've been under assault. 
and there is and there there are times when he is really just anointing us rising up in the authority and power he's given us so that's what he's saying right now and and uh, you know i didn't consider what i was doing even begging i just like but that's what i was hearing and that it was a word not just just for me is like yeah. uh, feel that um feel that revving of the kingdom inside of you um let that let that go going you know sometimes it's equivalent like being in a boxing ring and we're telling the lord look they're slugging me they're coming and we're asking him to enter <laughs> he's like put up your gloves knock them out <laughs> tell him to stop hitting me they're hitting yeah, tell me. Him to stop hitting me he's like what do you think i gave you gloves for so that's wow. that's 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 the idea there and wow. the second was um there was a word everyone lock arms and so the vision i saw is just everyone it was the body of christ again and we were locking arms and he was saying it's it's time there's a prophetic um significance to me saying both of these there's a time now for us to emphasize this and so the locking of arms and i wrote keep the main enemy the main enemy you've heard before keep the main thing the main thing well keep the main enemy the main enemy the enemy is trying to uh um distract into lesser enemies even among ourselves and there is a time and place for everything and there are things that have to be sorted out even within the body of christ and all that but he's you know there's just nuances of things that have to be addressed as we go through an extreme even church makeover but he's saying right now lock in keep the main enemy the main enemy and and the main enemy is showcasing himself even in in the indictment of our president Trump, that he's trying to steal, kill and destroy. He's trying to eliminate our freedom. Yeah. And he wants to give himself carte blanche to go after our kids. And if anybody complains about it, he wants to take them out and yeah. go after our kids in the most vile way imaginable. Real quick, when you're talking about locking arms, there are believers across the spectrum in the U.S. all over the world. Uh, and some of the believers are a million, million miles away from what we believe in the prophetic. So when you say lock arms, are you meaning grabbing other believers who don't see it the way you do and lock arms, or are you looking for people of like arm, like uh, beliefs? How would you define locking arms and with who? Well, it's not meant to be gone after um, with an excessive microscope. What I'm thinking, it's more, it's a mindset. It's like, okay. don't be making enemies within the body that you don't need yeah. to lock in with anybody that will is willing to uh, uh, connect over freedom, over okay. being on the right side at this time. It'll go with these dreams that Andrew's brought up as well. I wasn't thinking of him in that context, yeah. but some of the dreams um, that we will be sharing from Andrew as well. So it's just, it's just like, you know, we often get baited into taking on, uh, you know, especially social media. We get baited into taking on lesser enemies, lesser situations, lower, you know, lesser nuances of, oh, man, my church, I don't know what to do right now. The pastor's just snuffing out the Holy Spirit. That's that's a deal. But it's like we, so we that's have a le that's a lesser deal not to be um, right now. Yeah, it's like. We have the Goliath in front of us. Let's let's all uh, let, let's focus on that right now, and um, and so and uh, you know there is a time for everything, and so okay. 
just let the Holy Spirit just use the locking arms and, and oh, keep good. the main enemy, the main enemy. Okay. And he walks around like a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. And a lot of times he has us turning on each other for lesser things. That's been one of the plagues attacks against the enemy. The enemy has released on us is to get us um, distracted and dismembered by going after things that there is a right and there's a wrong or there's somebody that's a little bit more right than the other it's just it's not the time that's good uh, that's really good that's it sounds like a small deal that you just said but that's a huge deal that you just said yeah. you know it is and i and i believe the same so okay um i'm going to int- introduce and he's been on uh, elijah stream i think interviewed by elijah Jeff. fire right with, fire. with Jeff. And Andrew Whalen, we've just connected in the last few weeks, and it's been something orchestrated um, by the by the Holy Spirit, and um, and he has uh, an amazing gifting in dreams. Actually, his wife does too, Kelly. They both are amazing um, in the way the Lord has used him in dreams, uh, and we'll have him maybe speak uh, just a couple of minutes on that um, for for many years. And I recognize that it's a significant, valuable gift for the body of Christ. I think this is such a key time for these dreams and and for him kind of being presented in this way, even though he's been, again, on Elijah Fire before. There's something, and I know the Lord wanted me to uh, just make my own statement of validation of who he is, his call. Governmental dreams are a whole nother level, and governmental dreams with history of many years, in other words, that's often what happens. We get distracted in the body of Christ. Somebody has these um, amazing, uh, de- amazingly detailed dreams on governmental things, but we've never heard of the person before. We don't know any history of them. Uh, there's no history of them ever having come about or anything. And that's though Andrew's a, uh, a young man, uh, particularly, we'll say compared to me, um, then um, he's been doing this uh, a long time. And so I believe uh, even, you know, if somebody was telling me, wanting me to, to connect with him and, and he called him, this is, I don't think this is what Andrew called himself, but he said he's essentially been Lou Engle's spiritual son the last uh, 10 years. Wow. And so you have to know he's been serving Lou and often a lot of it has been through his dreams. And, um, and there is, uh, it's significant for where we're at right now because we know Lou has been on assignment to overturn uh, Roe v. Wade. And so he's moving on to more assignments, but that's pretty much, I don't know for how many years, 15, 20 years, maybe all we heard from Lou. And so it's amazing. He he didn't waver on that. And, and that, at the first level of victory, again, Roe v. Wade just kind of threw it back to the state. So we're finding out, you know, it, it wasn't like the kingdom of God uh, came uh, rushing in, but we did. It was important. Something was cut off uh, that was bringing judgment to our nation because it was being um, sanctioned from the very top. And so, but this whole time that he's been even in that setting and 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 working towards that end, the Lord has been speaking him about, we'll say, the greater issues that we're talking about now. And I found his his dreams to be very. Um, very significant. And, and again, there's so many of them, but I think they're really uh, for a great encouragement for us in the body of Christ at this time. And so I just wanted to preface by by saying that this is someone that has been doing this a long time. We'll ask him a little bit about that. But with that, Andrew Whalen.
Here he comes. We we nicknamed you the the Grand Pooba or something, so we could we could introduce. We should have a fanfare going. Andrew. Oh yeah, we forgot to do that. Yeah, so you know you've been on Elijah's streams and and uh, so you're not new to this ministry, but you're new to this program. So we're very anxious. So thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to elijahstreams.com/give. I'm going to turn it over to. Um, Johnny to get this rolling and uh, if he doesn't ask a good question I'll ask yeah, no, then you, you can ask <laughs> okay. so, jump in up, Johnny yeah following up what, what we're just talking about here Andrew tell us and confirm a little bit of your history first of all just when you first knew your dreams were something more than even if it wasn't the governmental dreams where you realize oh my goodness I'm being communicated to by God yeah. when that started and, and then from when do you recognize that the governmental nature of your dreams begin to set in? Yes, absolutely. And thank you guys for having me on. So absolutely. honored to be here. And um, just, uh, just to back up real quick, Johnny, your word about taking authority. Um, last night, I actually had a dream and I posted a word on my Facebook uh, based off that dream. And I titled it, the season of Passover, the season to recover your authority. And so just want to say that as a conference. I didn't know that. So, yeah, that's. No, we hadn't communicated that. So Um, anyway, uh, yeah. So let me give you a little context. And um, I'll start in 2005. I'll make a long story very short. But in 2005, I had recently been um, or had had an encounter with Lou Engel. And Lou Engel asked me to come out to Washington, D.C., Um, But at the time I was based in central Illinois and I really was a homebody. I didn't want to go any place. I just want to stay put. So I wanted to ask the Lord, God, is this you? Um, I don't know this guy. He just, he's, he's rocking. He seems like a lawyer. That's Lou. You know, um, is this, (laughs) am I supposed to connect in Washington DC with Lou? And so um, as I prayed that, my wife and I, for the first time, went on a trip to Colorado Springs. It was a family vacation. And while in Colorado Springs, I had the same dream back to back, two nights in a row. And so the dream was this, that um, it, in real life at that time, I had left my cell phone um, back in Illinois at home. And so while on vacation in Colorado Springs, the two dreams that were the same dream was that when I get back to Illinois, I was going to check my cell phone and that there would be 17 voice messages on my cell phone. And that the 17th voice message would be the confirmation as to whether I was to uh, stay in Illinois or go to Washington DC to connect with Lou Engel. And so uh, I get back home to Illinois And I had a friend that was house sitting at the time. And I said, hey, I'm going to tell you this. Even before I look at my phone, there's going to be 17 voice messages on my cell phone. I I know it. So I got there. Sure enough, turned it on. 17 voice messages. Uh, I love it. Oh, my gosh. And I listened to all the voice messages. I got to the 17th one because I knew that that was the one that was going to be the confirmation. And it was a, a man who I hadn't talked to in quite a while. But he said, Andrew, I was just thinking of you. Give me a call. I left him a message. So I called him and um, he said, hey, I just wanted to let you know, I felt the Lord put you on my heart. I just, I don't even know why, but I felt like I was supposed to tell you, I just moved to Washington, D.C. 
And so it, it just kind of floored me. I knew in that moment, the Holy Spirit was saying, this is your confirmation, uh, move to DC. I said, Lord, why did you have to go through all that trouble? And he said, because it's the glory of God to conceal a matter, the glory of kings to search it out. So fast forward, I went out to Washington, D.C., and I lived with Lou and his community uh, for just a brief season of time. And while there, I had a major encounter, and it was in the middle of the night. Uh, I was awake, and I heard the audible voice of the Lord. And it said uh, two phrases I'd never heard before. It said, line of eternity, and then it said, sons and daughters of Issachar. And I I was shocked at what I just heard, and I pondered it, and then I fell asleep. And then I have a dream as I'm asleep, and Moses appears to me in the dream. How I know it's Moses, I don't know. You yeah. just know those things. And Moses looks at me and says, the Lord can speak to you in many ways. One of the ways he can speak to you is by his voice. I said, I just heard the voice of God. And he looks soberly at me in the dream and says, then do not disregard the voice of the Lord. And I wake up from the dream and the Holy Spirit began to send me on a journey and said, I'm going to down through the line of eternity. It's David's line. And uh, he said, it's the it's, you know, the line of Christ. He said, but down through this line, this lineage And those of us who are in Christ have been grafted into that line. He says, uh, I raise up warriors, sons of Issachar. According to uh, 1 Chronicles chapter 12, you can read about that, that they knew the signs of the times. They knew what Israel should do. And so from that point on, from that moment on, I began to dream at a whole new level. And... um, you know, I thought it was a very interesting dynamic that I was in Washington, D.C., because I think God was marking something about some uh, measure or sphere specifically that I would dream into primarily, and it was governmental. And so, um, you know, even after that point, um, I ended up going back to Illinois and, and uh, doing a lot of uh, marketplace stuff, but also ministry, house of prayer. And prior to Obama um, announcing his run for president, which, by the way, I I had no I had no grid. I knew he was in Illinois, but I had no grid for who he was. And I didn't know it was before he announced he was running for president that I had a dream. And in the dream, I saw that Obama, Barack Obama, would win two elections and that he would be the president of the United States for two terms. And at the end of his uh, presidency, I saw, and again, I knew I had no grid for him, but in the dream, I saw that by the end of his presidency, that people were going to be utterly shocked because he was someone different than they thought he was and that he appeared to be. And in the dream, I knew it was going to cause some great havoc and damage and there was more details about specifically what in that dream. But uh, fast forward, uh, it began to show me that God was uh, giving me prophetic revelation right. of things at this level. But, you know, I, I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty blind and dull apart from his revelation. I really don't know what's going on. And um, even when I think I do, I really don't. So I've learned to trust 
what the Lord says, even when I don't fully comprehend or understand what I'm seeing or perceiving. And so um, anyway, that's, that's kind of the background. That's really good, Andrew. And really, even how you just described yourself is really such a key for who the Lord will uh, speak in this kind of way to. Like if there's something about just having too many personal opinions and ideas and too much personal gray matter that interrupts revelation and all that. And I wanted as before we go on, there was two more things. I put my, these notes on another piece of paper because they came later, but they're related to what you're going to be what we're going to be talking about. So um, other thing I heard uh, from this morning was everything Satan does in this stage, at this stage where we're at, is going to backfire in the most enormous way possible. So this is, I'm going to say that one more time. Everything Satan, the enemy, is going to be doing at this stage, having to do with the public reveal of justice and all, is going to backfire in the most enormous way possible. And I say it as um, prophetic declaration, but also as a prophetic decree. So it, so it can release that. But reason Andrew is important, Steve, and why I really thought it'd be good for us to have him at this time is he comes from, you know, the a high emphasis in the, on the prayer. It's not that I don't, but there's kind of an action uh, element with the seven mountains that we've decided to to highlight along with the prayer like and we talked about i think last week uh steve just like you know moses is on the mountain he's the hands are being lifted so prayer is important joshua's he's work he's fighting in the battlefield we got to have boots on the ground so these things have to be coordinated but the prayer this is what i heard from the lord the prayer component of our response um to what's taking place is to now kick in with the high um, importance of of prayer and decree yes. and and where it, the Lord's had me read through Jesus Passover chapters in Luke and just what was leading up to them. And there's the Garden of Gethsemane mm. and there's an application. We are not calling Trump the Messiah in any kind of way, but he called uh, Cyrus, my anointed, yeah. my Christos, if you actually put it with the uh, the Greek word. So whoever he anoints then becomes his anointed. It's not the anointed. There's only one. He's not divine in any kind of way. But President Trump, um, there is there, there is some coordination. It's amazing that he is being indicted and that we're looking possible next devil, next stage of whatever happens right at Passover time. Totally. Uh, Israel's in upheaval as well. And it came to the place that, you know, the night of that Jesus tells his disciples, um, pray, pray with me. You know, their Garden of Gethsemane, they're in Mount Olives. And um, and and so there is an aspect of what was left was prayer. He hadn't called them to be prayers before then. He had called them to be the action. Go two by two, go. Go, you know, go here, heal, deliver, cast out, release the kingdom, preach the kingdom. Now it was prayer because it was a unique stage where the big things that were to happen were really outside of their control. And there's an aspect of that that is parallel for where we're going right now, that there is there is the there is the big stuff God is doing and will be taken care of. And he has those kind of secret agents of his uh, his assets that he's chosen to do special specific things. But 
So there's there's something even in the introduction of Andrew, the way we're doing it right now, is there's a focus on revelation, dreams, decrees, uh, and the prayer component. And this is what, what Andrew will have uh, uh, that, that will come accidentally from him over the next bit, whether we finish it all this time or, or in another time. So, Steve, I didn't know if you wanted to bring up the first dream or you want me to go ahead and, and do well, that. Well, I'll, I'll let you bring it up uh, because you're more, more familiar. But, you know, uh, real quick on, on what you just said, um, Trump is basically, I, I think I hearing, I think I'm hearing you say to the people, watch for a living parable in Trump compared to the Passover. You know, he's not the Messiah. He's not the Savior, but he's a living parable, just as as Cyrus was. So I, w- I w- wanted to say that. Um, by the way, I wanted to say this before he introduces us. You know the whole thing where where uh, you mentioned where Lou is doing this and he he's doing this. I I, I think I was with I was at with him at, on inauguration day of 2017, I guess it was, and we were in a special VIP room. And I said, Hey, Lou. I've never out and out asked you this because I've been with him many times. And I said, why do you do this? He goes, I always have. He just says, I always have. You know, and I just said, well, maybe, you know, that's because the rabbis do that. They, in order yeah. to worship, they have, they believe they just use all of their body. So I thought that was fascinating. But totally off subject. I just wanted to throw that in. But, Johnny, go ahead and in- introduce the next the, the all right. dream. So, um Andrew, and so just so he doesn't have to remember and try to tell it, because sometimes it can be uh, even longer having to tell your own revelation. They were just going to read it for him. Um, and and so Andrew had a dream prior to the election of 2016, and it was, uh, and his heading was Pray Against the 1655 Movement. So in the dream, he saw himself standing in the Oval Office facing President Donald Trump, I looked at his hands, he said, and he was holding the Bible open to Isaiah 45, the passage about Cyrus. Now, I should ask you, had you ever thought about that or heard about that regarding President Trump before then? Because no. I think because that that's that this because this is 2000 to remind people what I just read. That's 2016. Yeah. Well, and and that's when I first heard about Trump having a Cyrus call and anointing and really some other ones that even started writing books then. So before you know. He just confirmed that there's a passage about Cyrus, but he didn't even that wasn't was something he had heard about before. And again, if you needed to be reminded, Isaiah 45, he's president, goes by number 45 as well. So uh, it says he Trump looked into my eyes and said, so this I think, you know, this is from 2016, but I'm hearing it from the Lord for us right now. Please pray for me. I knew instinctively that Isaiah 45 was key for President Trump. That's why I say listen to our program from last Friday, because we revisited that, said this is the call and anointing, the assignment not yet finished, that will be finished, and that we are continuing for. In the dream, I was immediately taken in the spirit to a hidden dark room beside the awful Oval Office. Uh, I saw a former president leading a secret meeting of people wearing dark hoods. I haven't asked him. I don't even need to. I'm pretty sure we're talking about Obama. This man in a dark hood spoke up and said, we must establish the 1655 prayer movement to stop Trump. 
I had instant discernment that this was not a godly prayer movement, but rather witchcraft. So he talks about the hooded group of individuals all responded with evil agreement immediately from that scene of the dream. I found myself driving on a street prophesying to the Church of America. I boldly and urgently declare, if we allow the 1655 prayer movement to succeed, then the millennial generation will truly know what it means to come under slavery. Then I woke up. To remind you, that was before the 2016 election that Trump uh, that Trump did win. And um, I'll just after researching, Andrew said, after researching 1655, I discovered two significant things that I believe the Holy Spirit was connecting in this dream. First, I discovered in the year 1655, listen to this, the first black man, John Kazor, was legally declared a slave for life in America. Secondly, in the year 1655, the Penn Ruddock Uprising, a coup attempt in, in England to place the nation under the rule of the monarchy, a demonically aligned bloodline was exposed and destroyed hmm. at least for a, a, a time. So I'm going to say a couple things on this. And if, and if briefly, we have so much, Andrew, that you don't have to do too much. But if you have something more uh, on it, let's see. He talked about how it would take a long, he probably do the whole program just on, on this just dream. But uh, the enemy, there was a demonic effort to keep and make slaves of Americans by stopping Trump for fulfilling his Cyrus type scroll. So think of it that way. Trump has a scroll to fulfill. It's a Cyrus 44, 45, starts at 44. Well, it actually starts before then. Um, um, and, and this this is still presently the battle we live in right now. So it, it's so important to bring in kind of, we'll say, fresh eyes from Andrew and dreams from the Lord that have been being confirmed for multiple years, that that's what the enemy was attempting to stop then. And there's no way God's going to give him initial victory and just say, well, I'm sorry, we only could get you, you know, halfway. We could, uh, we really couldn't finish the job. So just want people to understand this job has to be uh uh, fulfilled, but something, um, Andrew, it, it was so interesting. The 1655 thing you talked about, there's something else I noted just in what you just told us about 2005, even how it was your 17th message on 17 voicemails, and how that's began to be connected with, uh, we'll say the Q movement. 17th letter in the alphabet is Q, yeah. and what many don't know is that 17, the number 17, of course, has been used by the patriot community as a we'll say comms for good things going on but the reason yeah. he did that is it's deep state has the 17 is a big number for them yeah. and um and so there is you know there's there is a kind of hanging them on their own gallows oh you mm. want 17 and so there's 17 coming back but this 1655 if you add the numbers there there's 17 even right there uh the 1655 one six five five that's 17 right there you see what i'm saying steve on that yeah i totally see what you're saying yeah and so even on that there's um they're trying to bring in their 17 but god's going to reverse and undo that with his any other thing on on that andrew well it was you know i posted that dream uh several years ago and i shared it with some intercessors and one lady in particular reached out to me and said, hey, I did your dreams, you know, really struck me. I did some research and I found out that there is a book that occultists use that's 
all it's titled is 1655. Jeez, and you had no idea ab about this. I'm clueless about this. You know, I'm kind of like, what is going on? That's and that, crazy. This is the first time, Johnny, I've heard the 17. I never even thought about that. That's incredible to me. This is bizarre. <laughs> well, and that to me is, it's he's a, even from 2005, this governmental dream anointing is for you to even be wrecked. There's a couple dreams that come up. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. Of you recognizing, you kind of being fingerprinted and identified as one uh, that would be seeing what is going along with this, uh, you know, some call it a good guy's white hat's plan, but it's God's plan and, and the one he's working with. Because yes. people like, this is not, you, I say this over and over, Cyrus was who God used. God did it, but he used a man. He always uses a man. He always uses a plan. And he can unilaterally step in and have an angel take out 165, sure. yeah. and do that. But you, 99% of biblical history is him using somebody. He raises up a man. He raises up judges. He raises up Moses. He raises up Davids. He raises up his apostles and et cetera, et cetera. I think it's also important to note, too, that when I first saw that Trump was running for president, I, I didn't take it seriously, and I didn't really even like his demeanor. Right. So, <laughs> I, you know, when I had the dream, it kind of like struck me as – Oh, I better get on board. I don't really understand what I don't have a clue what's going on. So um, anyway, that's so key. You all know, I've said that multiple times, that thing of you better get on board because that's your assignment is uh, when you're a prophetic receiver on behalf of the Lord and declare is not to have your own opinions and to yeah. have your own guy and to be political uh, on your own. You, you can have them, but that has to be pushed aside. They're, they're kind of, it messes up everything. That's so true. I mean, when, when he first came out and in the weeks and weeks after that, first of all, I loved what he said at the microphone. And I thought, man, I love this guy. And then he would say things and he'd be in someone's face. And I'd go, why does he have to do that? Why doesn't he just say the things he's saying at the mic about what he's going to do? And then he'd say it again. And finally, I just made peace with the fact that, okay, I don't know why he's acting this way, but I love this guy. And, yeah. and, and that's one of my ahas that I know the spirit's talking is that it's not that Steve loves this guy. It's just like, you know, I'll just say this. Dream and I always have had a covenant between us. We've said, whatever we do, we're going to absolutely agree. And this was brand new when he first came down that stairs. And, and we had always voted for the same people so that we didn't cancel each other out. And she hadn't heard a speech, and I heard a speech, and I said, you know what, Doreen? I don't even care if you don't like this guy. I'm voting for this guy. We're breaking the cover. You know, I just said, I'm, I'm releasing you from having to agree. Well, she did agree with me, but she, she just hadn't heard his speeches yet. Even to this day, I think, are you sure you want to have said that? But, you know, you have to not care what comes out of his mouth or what comes out of his actions and heart. But anyway, back to you, Andrew. Well, let me oh, uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Johnny. Go with this next short dream. But that is really important what you said, Steve. We'll say this again and again and again. We are not political. We yeah. are. We're not even patriot, but what we are. But we're not yeah. motivated in a primary way out of patriotism. We're motivated in a primary where anything comes under Elijah prophetic, whatever is yeah. true to God. What is he communicating? 
And are we doing a good job of receiving and conveying that? So when we talk a lot about President Trump, it's not Trumpism. It's not even patriotism. It's not nationalism. It's not republicanism for sure. Yeah, this is about Godism. So good. This is this is about being responsive and obedient to him and being accountable to him for what he says. And especially, you know, he gives us the parallel from Scripture, a Cyrus call and anointing so that we have understanding because we're like, no, he's not good enough. Cyrus, uh, rehitting that again, Cyrus was not a Jew. He was not righteous. He was uh, maybe he was good in some ways, and uh, but he he wasn't you know he, he didn't come from the prophets, and and yet he's the guy discussed for hundreds of years before and hundreds of years after he's around because God used him, and so this is uh, again just in case we uh, I have to overstate that because yeah. what does keep coming out as as people uh, when they call us uh, QAnon prophets or whatever yeah. else is. We're not QAnon prophets. We're not Trump prophets. We're like trying to be prophetic That's representatives true. and spokespeople for who we actually represent and have accountability to. Now, with that, this is the one. This is a short dream that Andrew had July of 2017. So we're looking almost six years ago. And this is one really relevant for right right now. And uh, and for what we're talking about right now, it says in the dream, a covenantal friend and his were invited by President Trump and his team to be his main security detail. Now, that's just interesting about being main security detail for President Trump back in 2017. I walked with Trump in the dream into light rooms and dark rooms. I knew that everywhere Trump had access, I could also go. I was aware that the light rooms were God plans and the dark rooms were the devil's plans. In dream, I looked down to my waist to see what kind of gun I had on my belt. But I couldn't find a gun. And I said, if I'm going to be part of Trump's main security detail, I need a weapon. Then suddenly the spirit of the Lord came upon me and I proclaimed, oh, my weapons are prayer and the prophetic. Dream end. After this dream, I prayed God told I was willing to be a main security detail, would employ my weapons of prayer and the prophetic for Trump. I asked the Lord to show me the light rooms and the dark rooms. Any other comment on that, Andrew? I just think it's so powerful right now. Yes. Well, I, I, if I had time to unpack it all, it would be incredible because um, the friend that was in the dream, um, he and I um, had already made covenant based on a previous dream. The Lord said, you two need to make covenant. And so we did, I mean, that just, there was no, you know, uh, ceremony. It was just a time of prayer. We just said, Lord, for whatever your purposes are for us to walk together in a, in a special way, then here we are. And so, um, from that dream, we said, Lord, we will covenant, uh, together, uh, with you for your purposes, whatever covenantal purposes you have for us to be the main security detail, so to speak, for President Trump using uh, prophetic and prayer as our weapons, then Lord, just show us. And so from that point on, we began to have, I've probably, we've probably got anywhere from 50 to 60 dreams of very specific intel um, between us of 
times when the family was in danger, we'd have to step up and pray. Times when we saw um, false flags were going to be used against the Americans. Times when uh, there would be things, and not all of it was protection. Some of it was the Lord was giving us a heads up to begin to operate in decree even beforehand. And so we, even before, um, you know, the, the pandemic, whatever you want to call it, uh, came about, um, I, we saw the Trump was inviting us in a dream to come behind, uh, the great wall of China to take down the deep state. And this was, wow. this was a, about a year. I didn't even know. And, you know, the funny thing is, is people think I'm really informed. I'm really not. And I've learned <laughs> That um, when I try to get informed, I just get more confused. So I'm just going to stay in the lane of revelation. Um, that is good. That That's is good. One, one last thing with that is this: is that uh, I think some people at times would think, Andrew, you're very you're you're a conspiracy theorist. And two things about that is, well, first of all, conspiracy is a b- biblical worldview. Um, and then the second thing, though, is the Lord told me, Andrew, I don't need you to go down every rabbit hole. I need you to go down to the things that I've given you revelation about. Okay. I've given you revelation about it. Begin to pursue it out, and I'll confirm it to you. So he's continued to do that, and um, very interesting. So a lot of things got revealed to me over the years that I never knew uh, that was even an issue, but the Lord began to expose it. That's that good. Is, that good thing? Yeah, and, and do you, uh, how, how do you, um, let me just ask, uh, do you watch the news? Do you not watch the news or a little, little bit of both? Or um, Honestly, I, I rarely do. Um, okay. I, uh, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll say this too, and maybe this isn't for the, this conversation, but the Lord did give me a dream about Q before I'd ever even heard about it. No, it is for, let's do that. Um, that's my next, that's my next dream. Oh, comes good. Up. Let, jump to that one and you can either read it or you can tell it wh- whichever, what's, I'll, what's I'll, best. I'll read, it. I'll read it. Cause he's got it uh, pretty pr- precise. Okay. Precise okay. There. Cause this is but really I, relevant right now. So this is really relevant, relevant. And there's a point that's just been made to that's important. Cause part of everything that happens on your program to uh, Steve, all your programs is instruction, training, equipping, yeah, and the prophetic. So absolutely. you see the various models, the different personalities, the different ways the Lord speaks, and, and there's all kinds of it. And we're hearing a, a really uh, strong strain of, of, dream, of dreams. But in that, you've heard Andrew just talk about uh, decreeing and declaring. And so yeah. the part we haven't emphasized enough, I think, Steve, you and I, maybe one time in a conversation we yeah, had. We talked about the, the balance of decreeing, declaring versus boots on the ground. So, yeah, that, that's really. Well, that, that prophetic is not just pre-knowledge. Because that's what it seemed like is, uh, you know, but but that it's actually a weapon. It is, it is, you know, it's actually an instrument of bringing about the change. People ask me that. I think the conversation we had some time ago, Steve, was like, you may have asked me. So when you prophesied that particular treasure, was it there or did you release it? Yeah. And and I was like, I don't know. Um, But we know there's Ezekiel 37. And Ezekiel 37, a valley of dry bones. And he's not just, it's not just the Lord telling what's going to happen in the future. Ezekiel is, is commanded to prophesy. He says, and I prophesied as I was told. And as I prophesied, yeah. the bones begin to vibrate. So 
this is part of why it's important for right now, even, uh, and that's, uh, this is good a time as any, I was going to kind of do it in the wrap at the end, but for those who are seers, intercessors, prophetic, and this is a time we're being called into, uh, uh, you know, a unique, uh, this proper, this light yoke of his, of, of being together and prophesying, praying, interceding. But it becomes important for us to know we're not just, uh, uh, again, without saying what we're not, we are catalytic towards causing these right things that must happen, must shift and change. And that's an expanded understanding of the prophetic. And it's why, um, you know, our our accountability, all those who go by prophets, prophetic, whatever else, is we have this accountability to to say uh, it, it's not just like, you know, from people who observe the prophets like, well, they were wrong or they were wrong. Right. They're wrong. or Right. That's not how if you're truly prophetic or a prophet, you don't you don't you don't even process things that yeah. way. It's like, yeah. Am I obedient to God? Yeah. And what he's saying to say, because if I am. It might be the catalytic, uh, even declaration that that makes and it. I, can I just say this real quick? Because one of the most integrous, if that's the word, the most integrity I hear from a prophet when I ask them questions about how did this work and how did that work and why did you, one of the most honest and high character things they can say to me is, "I don't know." If you're willing to admit, I don't know, you're in a whole new category of prophets or a whole level, new level of, of prophets who you don't worry about having to know why God told you to say that, if it caused it or if it was cause and effect or if you said it after the fact. If you say, I don't know, I mean, I think God can use I don't know more than about any other thing. But anyway, okay, that's all I have to say about that. I'm like Forrest Gump. That's all no, I that's have to good. say. So this is this is the dream that um, Andrew was just telling us about again the date March 2018. So we're talking five years ago. Okay. And um, in the dream, he found himself prophesying out loud. If the church would listen to a man named Praying Medic speak about something called QAnon, crazy. Then the church would really understand what is going on and how to pray. End of dream. And I want Andrew to comment on, on that more in just a moment. But I wanted to say this. You know, this was specific. This is who I was led to. Um, and the Lord even showed me there was anointing on him. If you hear his story, if you hear praying medic story, he was led by dream to the back channels where the Q uh, uh, comments, uh, as they call them, the cue drops were taking place. He was led by dreams wow. to discover it. And the Lord said, it is truth. I am there. Steward it. Help my people uh, with it. So particularly in those years when there was the cue drop intensive, those were the years where um, we were telling you praying medic, as we believe, who had the, the, the number one anointing at that at that time, because that's when the cue drops were all, were all coming out. And so he still has a, a book or two that lay, that go through, I'm saying Praying Medic, I forget the name of the uh, the book, that goes into all the cue drops. And so we're, we're just directly telling you, this is rebel, this is not Q Intel we're telling you. We're giving you God Intel. And so this is something, so I'll ask him again, to let Andrew uh, comment on it anymore. But he said, a man named Praying Medic, um, and something called QAnon. Had you ever heard of QAnon before then? 
Nope. I had never heard of QAnon and I thought it was such a bizarre dream. I honestly thought, oh, this is weird. I had heard of Praying Medic because I had just on Amazon books, I had seen his name. I didn't know anything about him. Uh, but in the dream, I was like, well, who knows? I'll just type it in. And sure enough, there's Praying Medic talking about something called QAnon. Uh, which now I understand it's not QAnon, it's Q, and then there's the Anons. But there you go. <laughs> uh, but that was a major eye opener, and I'll say it, this: this happened as well. Before that dream, I was given a dream where I saw uh, seven lines, and I knew the seven lines were the seven mountains or the seven spheres of society. Wow! And, wow! And each mountain had um, a prophet assigned. Uh, I, I'm sure there's multiple prophets, but yeah. in the dream, I just knew there was pro like a prophet assigned to each um, of the lines. And at the time, that was back in, um, I think, 2016, I had that dream. I, I found myself standing in the church mountain line, and I said, I'm a prophet for the intercessors. And so um, I felt like that you know, why did God give me the Q dream after? Because I felt like he was saying, you're going to need to have understanding behind the scenes so you understand where this thing is headed and what's actually going on. Um, because news is not dependable right now. You know, the mainstream, yeah. news, you can't put your, uh, depend on it. And By the way, can, I want to point out too that, that in that dream, I just heard it for the first time. That, uh, I, I've heard it before, but I heard a part for the first time it says if people, you know, would would trust, you know, I'm paraphrasing, okay, praying medic yes. and Q, then the church, he didn't say, then the Anons would know what to do. He said the church would know what to do or how to pray. So that was a huge revelation just now to me. Steve, what you just said, isn't that, I mean, we have to hit that again. That is so huge. Then the church would really understand what is going on and how to pray. And so you have smear campaigns, even by those who don't mean to within the church, to smear somebody who validates something that's going on. But y'all can decide you don't believe him or whatever, but I think he's pretty believable. Andrew said he didn't know what QAnon was. Praying Medic did operate sort of in prophetic circles, and it wouldn't have been hard to bump into him back in 2017 and in 2016 in, in some ways. But he didn't know what it was. I was. That was my story. For those of you who know, it's like I was sharing stuff and people said, oh, you've heard of Q. I go, what are you talking about? I'm talking about the gospel of Q from the Old you know, Testament, one of the books that some considered the book of the Bible. And, and so finally, some, will you please just look at this link? I think it's confirming all the things you're talking about, that there are good guys behind the scene, that there's all these other things. And so this is this is important. He who hath an ear to hear, hear Listen to what the Spirit is saying to the church yeah. right now, not just then, right now. If this was true then, it's true now. And this is intercessors, uh, seers, prophets, people called to pray. There is instruction there on what's actually going on. Whether it's gone off track, you can argue whether it got temporarily derailed in some way. But I can tell you if the Lord from back then was saying, this is where it's going, it, it will be fine. It's going to. That's how he said it to me, 2016, March, when he says the world will be known as before Trump and after Trump. And there is 
a Cyrus Cohen anointing. So it, 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 that is the sense we have to make of things uh, uh, even, even right now. And I, and I, with that dream also, uh, Andrew, I heard for the next several years, God gave you many dreams that validated the legitimacy of Q as some sort of military intel operation as well. You're, you're saying that. And I want to say, uh, Steve, you may have, have heard this. I have heard, we'll just say in the circles where I get some, you know, I get my, my intel I count on from the Lord. And then you, you hear some things on the side as well that come in. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Now back to the show. And, you know, we had General Flynn doing some heavy disavowing Mm -hmm. uh, recent uh, in a program we were doing. And even um, I'll say Mel Kay uh, kind of in that direction as well. And I think. And I wondered, you know, sometimes you hear things and you get things from the Lord. and You wonder if you should tell, because obviously they're listening in uh, as well. This gets hundreds of thousands of people watch and see this. And so they can listen to it. But I feel like the Lord, I, I asked him about it. And he's like, you can just tell it all right now. Whatever they try to do is going to backfire. And I think they know. So here's what the deep state wants to do. They want to they now have become what they already knew. Uh, convinced that there is this operation against them. And so they're trying to um, connect some dots that don't exist and 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 bring some sort of new uh, charge, legislature in charge against those who are working on the good side mm. and, and calling it bad, calling it anti-U.S. and anti-government and try to bring some charges because of it. Here, This is where this, because this is where I heard the Lord say when I was thinking through that, Everything Satan does in this stage is going to backfire. If they do produce some ordinance, law, instruction, I don't know what even to call it, that would target those who are actually working on the good side, trying to bring America back to its constitution, to being a republic in obedience and alignment with God. If there is some measure, some governmental measure that is brought against them, this 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 is going to be the biggest Haman noose imaginable. Yeah, they they will hang, uh, uh, and the more they go for it, the worse it's going to be for them. That's why I'll just uh, you know it's so clear from the Lord. I'm saying it, not even worried about it. But I know that's why there's. Really I good. feel like um, there's some of the names um, associated with uh, being friends of Trump or whatever. They're not going to tell you about the things we're telling about. And you don't need to hear it excessively. But today uh, we're at Passover time. There's an indictment. There, there is a reason. There, this is a timing thing of the Lord. Why we're getting to hear this right now. There is a call to action in a very unique way. Praying, prophesying, dec- decreeing, declaring. And so you are getting a prophet to the intercessors as well and his voice coming out at, at this time. I want to ask you, Andrew, a question. Uh, by the way, you know, you mentioned General Flynn and Mel Kay. I, I believe in the depths of my soul that they have been conscripted to play a role. They're playing a role. They're saying what they're supposed to say. They're be, being obedient to the cause, to, to whoever is giving them instructions. But uh, in... There is no way under God's uh, in God's green earth that I believe everything Trump has, has tried has been thwarted. It's just not the case. Okay, so I've said it. Now I'm moving on. Uh, Andrew, 
anything else you, I feel led to ask you anything else about Q or what God has shown you. I've not like been openly a Q follower. I usually depend on Johnny for that. But is there anything else that we haven't said about Q that you would like to say? And if not, we can move forward. Well, I'll just keep it real brief that, um, you know, I tried not to depend at all on Q posts for revelation. Yeah. Um, I, I looked at them more for confirmation yeah. as what the Lord was showing me. And so along the way, I would be, honestly, I was stunned at so much of the revelation I would get that would later on, like word for word, for word be said by like Q. And one of the phrases early on uh, that God gave me um, in a dream was the phrase, um, disinformation is necessary. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that was, wow. in fact, President Trump looked at me and said that in the dream before Q wow. had ever said anything about that. Wow. And, and in that dream in particular, I'm not sure what I can say and can't say on here, but I'll, you, I'll, you were on Rumble, so you can say whatever you want to say. I, I release you. Okay, well, I'll say this. I did not understand this dream. And as I said, it's going to sound a little bizarre, but in the dream, President Trump comes up to me and I find myself saying to him, this is early on. And I said to him, the greatest thing I desire is to see Ob uh, Obama and Hillary hanging from a rope. Wow. Now, I, I need to preface that because... Uh, Too late. You said it. You can't sorry. preface <laughs> You need to go back and preface it. No, but, but I hear you. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> so Trump, in the dream, looks at me and, and goes, it's not going to happen. Really? But, but then he walks away, turns back and winks, and oh. goes, disinformation is necessary. And... At that point, I wow. knew by revelation that they would hang. But I, I woke up from that dream and I said, Lord, I'm sorry that I had that dream. I've never had that, that thought in my mind before. I've never said, I hope the greatest desire I have is to see them hang from a rope. And the Lord said, Andrew, I know that's not your desire, but that's what justice is demanding. That's, yeah. that's the desire of the spirit. It is. Hey, can I, can I answer? John wow. doesn't know this. No one knows this except Doreen. When I first met Robin Bullock, it's like two years ago, two and a half years ago, he said, Steve, can you call me or can I call you? So we ended up on the phone. Uh, and then, then he said, I'm, I'm supposed to call you back. He called me back and he said, he said, the Lord said, I'm supposed to give this to you, Steve, and no one else right now. This is to you. He, and he says, there's going to be a hanging. There's going to be. And he said it multiple ways. There's going to be a hanging. And he never defined who, but, you know, we can guess who. I just wanted to throw that in so you're not all alone in what you're saying. Well, that's interesting. And, and I'll finish it with this thought that what, what I recognize, and this happened in dreams, but the Lord was saying, Andrew, you don't even know the things that they've done that actually deserve my justice. Yeah. But even in that, I saw he actually gave me dreams. One, he showed me in a dream that, uh, Obama had a window of time for salvation. And the Lord said, tell the intercessors in the dream, pray for President Obama, former sure. President Obama, uh, to get to receive salvation. And so I sent the word out to my sphere of intercessors, yeah. and we prayed for that. I don't know uh, what happened, but, but I'm believing. So then in a future dream, 
I was taken into a meeting called, uh, I was invited by the White House to be a part of a, a group called Prophets to Presidents. This is, this is in a dream. And in that dream, I show up to, uh, I was taken by the Secret Service into a room and I met with Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton. And, and they were in handcuffs. And uh, the Lord in the dream had me prophesy. And I said to them, I said, you will not escape justice in this lifetime. But the Lord says it's uh, he will show mercy for the next lifetime. If you receive Jesus now, this is your last chance. Wow. And I told them, you must remember the influence of prophet Paul Cain. Well, that Whoa. was a dream. And I knew. I knew well. I know now. I didn't know then, but I know now that Prophet Paul Kane was actually uh, a, a voice to Bill Clinton during his administration. So, wow. um, anyway, that's kind of a. So the line about uh, Paul Kane. Say the line again. Uh, that had Paul Kane. I it? said. Uh, I said you must remember uh, the influence that Paul Kane had uh, on you. What I knew by revelation in that dream was that somehow they had heard the gospel okay. clearly and and in demonstration through him and so it, it was like i saw that they deserved justice and just yeah. the lord was saying even even so they're not going to escape justice in this lifetime but right. i still can show them mercy for the next yeah and some people can't uh differentiate those but uh it, to, for me in my in myself i can say i can see the difference Someone, sure. some people just need to hang, period. But I want their soul to be saved. And, you know, sudden death, sudden glory. If you receive Christ, you can hang one, one second and the next second be with the Lord saying, well done, or whatever he says to someone who just barely made it by the skin of their teeth, so to speak. So, uh, Well, and Steve, just on that, I think to make it even clear for understanding, I think people understand it, but if someone has... Um, you know, been responsible for the deaths of scores to thousands to maybe millions. There is justice just cries and demands yeah. that that be taken care of on this side. Yeah. Um, but as Jesus said, fear not, they can take, uh, you know, take your body. How about he who deals with you in eternity, essentially? And so you can still knowing you have to pay a price of justice here you can still and and that's the bigger deal this is you know whatever 70 to 100 years of of lifetime and that's thousands and thousands and more endless eternity and so we we do hope that happens as well as part of what I was sharing on Friday uh, Steve is that I was reading as I'm reading in in Luke right before Jesus is taken uh, you know, he's betrayed and all that. There are these encounters over and over. And he's even meeting. He's he's saying yes to invitations to go into Pharisees houses. But he's not he's not just hobnobbing. He's saying hard stuff for them. And it's giving them one more chance. So that's part of what I was saying last Friday, this is a one more chance at all kinds of different levels. Not everybody's yeah. killing, but it's a chance for your pastors, for your leaders, your senators, your congressmen, how you respond to Trump's indictment, whatever else happens next is a piece. Some of it could just be politically, uh, you know, playing a game as well, even in that part. Let me, 
I want to jump ahead if I can, um, because I'm looking at the clock. We have 15 minutes, give or take. Um, and I don't have all your dreams memorized. I've seen, I've read them all. What's a dream either that's on this paper or something you've just been given recently that relates the most to what in the world's going on right now with Trump, the indictment, what they're trying to do. What's God showing you in a dream, if anything, um, that you can share? And let me interject with him. I believe that would be the, the September 1st of 2022. Which number? Uh, and and that's, uh, I don't know how to do it on your, it, that'll be number eight, uh, Steve. Okay. Number nine. It'll be number yeah. nine. Because I was feeling like that one and there's one other short one that we could fit in in there. And okay. I don't know if you just want to go ahead and, and, and just tell it. Go, go ahead and do those two, part. sure. Or and, and if there's something else that just popped in last night, I just want to leave that open. In oh, case he's got so. more. We talked. We had a conversation about that too. So yeah. So, but, but go ahead. Okay, on I'm going to just release you to go for it. Uh, yeah. So um, let me just. I wrote it down too, so I make make sure I get the details right. Yeah. Um, what number was that again? Number nine. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just going to read that so I make sure I yeah, get. Yeah. Just do that. Yeah. Okay. So in this dream. Um, I found myself um, riding in a vehicle with President Biden uh, and other high-level uh, players. And um, I didn't honestly know who all those other leaders were, but I just knew they were kind of a part of his administration or team. And so I overheard them while I was in the car with them talking about their alignment with the deep state agendas and plans. And I was aware that their goal was to destroy America. And I rose up in a fury. It was like the spirit of the Lord came on me. I rose up in a fury and with an, a real prophetic intensity, I declared to them, have you not heard of the God of the storm? And I continued wow. and I said, what he will unleash from heaven against you will not be stopped. And at that point in the dream, I recognized that Biden um, and the other leaders recognized at that point that I could actually be trusted. Everybody listen now. Everybody listen now. Okay. Okay. So they took off their faces, <laughs> uh, which honestly, you know, when you see the, when you have in these dreams, you're like, you know, it doesn't seem weird in real life. This seems weird. Okay. So they took off their faces. I was shocked. And I realized that these governmental leaders were actually pro-American and God-fearing people. And they were operating like an intentional misdirecting show of political theater. Gee. Now, so, um, trying to it, it actually, what it was is the part B, there's a part we didn't want to miss at all. There's a part of that that's so close to the fire of, of Intel. Oh. that I feel like we just leave leave that there what you just said and and let it you know he who has okay if I, if I because johnny i've asked this for uh, i think i was in uh, franklin with you and i asked this uh and maybe maybe this is too close to the intel but some because i don't know what's in your mind but in are you saying or is the dream saying that the biden as we know it who's not the real biden because he doesn't even look like him is a uh, actor for the white hats that's my question and if you can say that's too close to the intel and i don't want to answer it that's okay <laughs> well i just think it's we you know we've addressed that i say we just 
leave that. Okay. I think, um, like I love what Andrew says. I don't hold, know a whole lot of other thoughts other than what he gives me. And yeah. so let, let the reader, uh, let, yeah, the reader, let the reader understand. I just wanted my question to be in the air. Okay. My questions in the air. But, All right. but Steve, the part was yeah. that we didn't want to miss and Julie wanted to make sure we didn't uh, miss it. It goes down. <clears throat> it goes down to when I was in a secure location I saw President Trump. I don't know if you want to do a different intro. Can you see that in front of you, Andrew? There. Yeah. Yes, I got it. Okay. Did you Did you want me to share up share the part about Charles Bronson? <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so at that point, I knew that they they trusted me. They had taken their masks off. I knew that they were good guys, and they um, one of the political leaders who I didn't know who it was took off his face, and his he was actually Charles Bronson underneath. That's an actor for those who don't know that. And, and he always played the, he mostly played the good guy. On, on, a tough good guy. Yeah, tough good guy, right. When I saw him, I don't know if he said it or if I just heard it internally in the dream. I knew that this was said. I am giving the enemy his death wish. So uh, Charles Bronson actually was an actor who played uh, several movies called Death Wish. Oh, wow. And, Wasn't it uh, always a, in like an extreme justice, like uh, major uh, justice? He would just, I mean, he would let loose and destroy the bad guys. <laughs> so um, after yeah. that, I was taken to a secure location. I saw that these patriotic leaders uh, posing as members of the current administration were actually controlling uh, and manipulating things in order to show the evil of the hidden agendas of the deep state. So when I was in the secure location, this is very interesting. I saw President Trump and he was being handcuffed. So I knew he was being arrested. But in the dream, he looked at me with a huge smile on his face and with a wink of his eye, I knew that this was an intentional part of the show. And I also knew by revelation that Trump is completely insulated and protected. Awesome. I read that and I thought... Yeah. And 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 um, Andrew, when you say the president is completely insulated and protected, do we just leave it at that, or or do you do you want to clarify what you mean? Go ahead, Johnny. You started to say. Something. Well, I was just saying Andrew can add more to this, but I think we take it for the revelation. It is from God. It's okay. at high level, high caliber. So we agree with it. Again, we're saying okay. now. Prophetic is not just repeating something that we hope is true. It's you weaponize it in you the agree. spirit. You pray it, you decree it, you declare it. This is for everyone, whether you call yourself an intercessor, someone who prays, someone who prophesies a seer, whatever. This is a time that he's calling us all, we'll say, to the Garden of Gethsemane type time. This is our, you know, uh, our freedom time is coming up uh, very, very soon. And so it could even look worse. For a moment, we're, we're facing this. Okay, they they want to uh, arrest him. We, we know Bragg, someone whose last name is Bragg, uh, and he yeah. wants to brag about this. That this is this is what's what's taking place. And the Lord is saying he's insulated and protected. So we're like, it's it is yeah whew, good, but it's also declare that you use it as a weapon. I don't know absolutely. if you want to add to that, Andrew. Well, that's a absolutely right because I think that's what we need to take from all these things. I, uh, you know, Lou Engle always taught this, that dreams are an invitation for participation. They're an invitation to really begin to pray into 
what God's wanting. And so, um, you know, I, I'm not going to take offense if I find out at the end of the day that Joe Biden or the, uh, this person we know as Joe Biden isn't a masked individual because in the way I'm going to pray this dream is that God, what you're looking for is that no matter who is in that office, your guys, your people, the Patriots are actually in control. So that's what I'm going to believe. And that's how I'm going to pray. And so, and in the same way, God, we just pray that, you know, Trump is insulated. We pray that there can be no uh, weapon formed against him. It cannot prosper in Jesus name. In the name of Jesus. Amen. But that's the way we'll pray. Good. Steve, can I, yeah, uh, there's another short one, and I know our, our time might finish. Yeah, go for it. Go ahead. With, with that, and we have some really good ones, and we'll look for another opportunity, uh, another time, because I think these are uh, just really key, really important right now. And uh, this was interesting because uh, Andrew shared this with me a couple of weeks ago, and I told him a part of the dream he hadn't thought of at that time, and, and, I, and I love it. And he says, in the dream, this is October 15 of 2020. We're looking almost three years ago. Which number is that? Is it number five? Number five. Okay. I was walking on a road with a known prophet. He came to a T in the road and, and had to choose whether to go right or left. In the dream, the prophet I was with went left and I went right. I then said in the dream, The prophets who go right are those who are willing to let God's light shine on the depths of darkness in our world and uncover conspiracies of evil and take down deep state operations in the nations. The prophets who go left are only willing to showcase the positive side of the supernatural, won't even acknowledge that exposing conspiratorial darkness has validity. Then I said, the prophets who go left are not in sin, but the prophets who go right will receive the greatest spoils of war. Dream in. Wow. Wow. Now, two things. You had asked me, I think, on the program, Steve, on Friday, if the ones that weren't prophesying Trump were they false prophets. I'm, and, and, and you might have extracted from me a yes. And um, um, on that, I just say on that matter, they are for sure. And I'll leave it in the hands of God, whether the overall false prophets you're saying at the moment that they prophesy on that matter where they just refuse to touch trump and it's all about their their false prophet only on that matter is what you're saying it is on that matter but it's such a big central thing that it it speaks i'll let the lord handle how uh, he can correct them and do all but here's the part um in a way it was amazing as part of uh I love it. it's the simplicity of Andrew. He wasn't trying to read into it more than it was. He says, there was a T in the road and the prophets had a choice to go left or right. I go, a T in the road. The T is Trump. And he goes, oh, oh my. my, I hadn't thought of that. Oh, and, wow. And so, but it literally it's, you know, just like the Lord said, there will be a separating of sheep and goats and yeah. there's a line up there. There is something about if you cannot see who his anointed is right now, you're at minimum not called for high-level prophetic. Yeah. You are, it is for simple words of knowledge and other things. I'll say that rather than calling them false prophets, I'm like, you're out of your sphere if you can't see that. Right. And, and 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 particularly if you are seeing anybody else in that in that role, not it's not bully pulpiting at all. This is just this is Andrew's dream, but it's what the Lord's shown me from some time 
back as well. That's why I, my prophetic was going to be over if I didn't agree with him immediately in 2016. March 2016, he showed me Trump winning. And I went, oh, no. He goes, I'm going to save you from stuff you don't know you need to be saved from. I go, I'm with you. I'm immediately. I have no personal opinion of my yeah. own. I thought I was thinking through your grid on some things, but I clearly wasn't. So, yes, sir. Let me get back in uh, alignment. And I really that's just a word to all the prophetic individuals out there. If you're in other nations, you have been so fed a steady disinformation stream about President Trump. There are people who have legitimate prophetic gifts and you have been distorted on him because you have listened too much to the voice of the enemy. And if you want to see true prophetic come back into your life in a way you had it before, come back in alignment at the T because uh, it's not about Trump. It's about seeing him and what he's doing and recognizing who he's who he's using. And I just thought that was yeah, that's interesting. Most because most people, if, if you were. Um... If you were dreaming in a normal vernacular, if I can put it that way, you'd have said there was a fork in the road. But instead, you said there was a T in the road, yep. which which Johnny picked up. That was amazing. Yeah, because no, most people don't say it's a T. They say it's a fork in the road, you know, so. Yeah, that that was revelation to me when Johnny said that, that you know, he's like, it's Trump. And I go, exactly what that is. And, um, you know, something I never shared about that, but immediately after that dream i wake up in real life to a text on my phone and the text it, it was like a spam number yeah. and it simply had one phrase on it and it said it was a text that that simply said prophet p-r-o-f-i-t with the prophets p-r-o-p-h-e-t-s that was it and i i thought this is the most crazy thing God was confirming this dream. He's saying, Andrew, I'm confirming to you, this is, I'm going to profit those who literally uh, receive what the prophets are saying who are uh, going with Trump. They're, they're allowing the exposure of darkness to take place. So, yeah, just an encouraging confirmation. Yeah. Steve, go ahead. Would I be able, uh, there is a, um, a powerful dream that. Go ahead. We had, it's not on our list. He's, we, it was on our conversation today, okay. from, but it's from Passover. And I think um, it would be part of um, just a, a great part of a closing where maybe Andrew can just go into a, a prayer. If you agree with this, Steve, go into yeah. a prayer time after yeah. it. But I wanted to uh, preface even that uh, something that I'm aware of in the spirit happening right now. There's something about even... Andrew being received in this format and, and the way we're bringing it out, they do in, in um, he, he and he and Kelly, his wife have said this before. So I know it from something they said, but it's the Holy Spirit reminding me right now. There is when they're invited into a sphere, their dreaming gift gets released into that sphere. Oh, wow. So all of you who are listening and are receiving this, pay attention. Your dream world is going to be suddenly neck. You can add that part. However, the Lord lets you tag that in on your dream, uh, on your prayer as well, Andrew, because this is not going to get to be really powerful where, uh, you know, there's Andrew, there's a handful, more than a handful. There's people we don't know, the unknown prophets and seers that have been fighting on behalf of the Lord. They're, they're the bigger, bigger deal. White hats and people imagine right now, but this is, this is an invitation for all of us. And for many, many, to all of a sudden pay attention to dreams as never before and begin to get real-time intel for the times that we're going into 
um, uh, right now. So, Andrew, that that powerful dream from Passover, you know what I'm talking about, right? You said yes. Yep. Are you want me to read it? Um, or you read it or tell it probably the quickest way, read it and then go into prayer time and then just release uh, yeah. what you all have as well. Sounds good. Okay. Let me, um, I'm just going to pull it up here real quick. Uh, let's see. Well, tell you what. I can, if you don't find it, I'll read it for you. But um, yeah, maybe read it for me because I don't, I don't know where it's at at the moment. So go <laughs> okay. <ahead. laughs> I didn't, I didn't give you a warning. He said, um, um, I had a powerful dream about Passover during the time of Passover a couple years ago. In my dream, I was swimming with a prophet in, the, in America, in the Atlantic Ocean, just off the East Coast of the U.S. Together, we were crying out, God, Passover, America. As we prayed, we were generating waves heading toward the coast. I knew it was essential that these waves hit America. I wondered in the dream how our small prayers could create large enough waves to reach the shore with enough impact to affect change. When suddenly I was gripped with the spirit of prophecy and I declared, our weak prayers and waves will now combine with God's Eurocliton, let to explain that, his sovereign prophecy over America. And when these combine, it will hit our shores with massive power and impact. In the next scene of the dream, the prophet I was in the ocean with was now with me in the church in America. Together, we lifted up a cry, God, pass over America. Suddenly, we burst into flames, but were not harmed. Hot flames and ash were coming wow. off of us. I knew that wherever we took this cry, God, pass over America, the place would combust into flames. In the dream, we found ourselves on the mountains surrounded with evergreen trees as far as the eye could see. We knew that the flames from our prayers were about to set a wildfire through the evergreens across the nation. And this was our assignment. Wait, read that last phrase, through the evergreens. We live in the, the evergreen state is just north of us, which is Washington. But just by the way, Johnny, the moment... You started reading that. We had a cloud burst right outside. The, I mean, it was a cloud burst of rain, and now it stopped. Completely stopped. I just thought that. But what, what, read what you said about the evergreens. In the dream, we found ourselves on the mountains surrounded with evergreen trees mm. as far as the eye could see. We knew that the flames from our prayers were about to set a wildfire through the evergreens. That's the Across Northwest. The That's the Northwest. That's where I live. Come on. Well, it's coming out from. That's where this is coming out from. Gee. <laughs> Ultimately. And this was our assignment. To set a wildfire. You know, I got some goosebumps uh, going on that usually means the Lord's like on it right then and now. So, yeah, that's that's powerful. Wow. Are you good with. You want you want to ask him anything else, Steve? Are you ready for him just to pray? Yeah, I think so. Go ahead and pray for the people, whatever uh, you know, just you know, a general prayer. But yeah. uh, I I completely agree and am grasping in a, in a faith filled way the, the the whole dream thing. I used to dream prophetically all the time, and I'm in kind of a famine of dreaming. So I'll, mm -hmm. I receive that. Mm -hmm. So maybe just yeah. pray that for the people that are just like, oh yeah, me dreams. So. Yes, absolutely. Well, Father, we just thank you for this day. This is the day you have made, Lord. We yeah. will rejoice. We will yeah. be glad in it. 
And Father, I just thank you that we're entering a Passover season of time. And Lord, even today, we make that our cry, Lord, pass over America. Yes. Lord, pass over America. Lord, we just thank you, God, that you are bringing forth the synergy of the ages and the synergy of our prayers, combining it with the sovereign prophetic uh promise and destiny over America. God, that there is a northeasterly wind uh, yeah. that's coming forth, the Euroclidon. And we just say, let your sovereign uh, prophetic uh, destiny over America uh, combine with the prayers of the saints and let revival and awakening go from coast to coast, yes, all Lord. the way to the Northwest. Yes, yes. And God, that there would be a, a flame of revival spark that would begin to hit every place where Passover is being cried out in Jesus' yes, name. And Lord, I pray even from this place right here today, I pray, Father, that the winds would begin to blow afresh. Let the four winds of the earth begin to blow. And Lord, we just say the winds of heaven now be released. And Lord, let dreams begin to fly. Let them begin to break out yes, all over the nation and even the nations. We say, Lord, let a dispatch of angels who have been in reserve for such a time as this break forth and begin to release intel, specific wisdom and revelation targeted uh, yes. prayers so that we might pray effectively. Lord, I pray, remove us uh, from the posture of just uh, beating the air aimlessly, Lord. I pray that our intercessions would be on point in these days. Teach yes, us how to pray, Lord. Show us what you're doing and what you're saying. And so, God, I pray for all of those right now who are saying, Lord, send me dreams. Awake yes, this Lord. week. Yes. Lord, I pray, Father, impartation right now. Yes. Bring it forth today, God, all over the U.S. and even the nations watching this right now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Andrew, thank you, thank you, thank you. That was amazing. And and Johnny, the same thing. This was very rich. We'll have you back, Andrew, for sure. Um, man, good stuff. Good Wasn't revelation. Good? Yeah, very good. And lots of affirmation, confirmation, and all the other mations. It's like really good. You know, so if if you get Andrew, if you get something that's so intense that God's saying this has to be released, talk to Johnny and confirm that with him and if you guys get an agreement we'll get you back on even yeah. if we have to do a special to get it on especially in these crucial hours so yes all right well that's it let's see uh, let me just double check to see oh bobby connor is on tomorrow awesome. uh, he's certainly a father and a prophet in the spirit uh, and he's literally a prophet sometimes his <laughs> his prophetic is is scary i mean he told me once of course this is the seer gift part of him but where god took him literally in time back to the crucifixion um and he 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 says it wasn't a dream it wasn't a revelation it wasn't an encounter i in in some senses i was there and he said this uh, he said the smells were just horrific you couldn't even describe the smell and the and the stench and the and and how horrible it was but god wanted to show him that so he he will sometimes nail it so to such a degree that it just amazes me. So he's on tomorrow. You know, he he's um he's a fast talker and he's a he's a motivator. But don't mistake any any of his speed for lack of anointing. Anointing. Right. Listen to every single word. So, all right, you guys, love you. Thank you so much for coming on, and we will see you all again tomorrow with Bobby Connor. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks again, Andrew. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye-bye.
This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.